Good morning. This is Christine DiGiacomo, and today's morning briefing is called The First Christian Sermon. It's been said that public speaking is one of people's greatest fears. <laughs> Each week at Women of Passion, I invite a different woman to personally welcome all the ladies who come from near and far. Almost without exception, the response to my invitation is met with, but I can't speak in front of a big group. I've had a fear of public speaking since I was in high school. For some of my favorite girls, 80 plus, high school is a great distance in the rearview mirror. Goodness, I remember when I first started teaching, before a group that is, I was aware of the flush from my chest to my cheeks. Over time and experience, thankfully, that has dissipated. Call me crazy, but it does not seem that Peter suffered from shyness. Not now, not ever, actually. Even though this was Peter's first public speech, I don't sense that he was the least bit nervous. No, Peter stood up, spoke loud, and addressed the people. Right out of the gate, he tells the crowd in no uncertain terms that the disciples who had been speaking in tongues that morning were absolutely not drunk. Then Peter delivers the first Christian sermon. It was a masterful rendering of the gospel. The good news of Jesus Christ for them and for us. His outline, Jesus of Nazareth, approved by God, did signs and wonders among you. Verse 22. Crucified by your own hands. Verse 23. Resurrected by God as death could not hold him. Verse 24. Ascended into heaven before your eyes. Verse 32. Seated at the right hand of God until such time he will come again. God made this Jesus both Lord and Christ i.e., he is your Messiah. Peter does not mince words as he tells the Jewish crowd, Jesus of Nazareth was the Messiah and you put him to death. But God raised him from the dead, freeing him from the agony of death because it was impossible for death to keep its hold on him. I picture the strong hands of a mighty God reaching down to open the claws of darkness and death to release his precious son from their grasp. Again, Peter validated his words through scripture. Psalm 16, you will not abandon me to the grave, nor will you let your Holy One see decay. God raised this Jesus to life, and we are all witnesses of the fact. That is so powerful. He boldly declares, therefore let all Israel be assured of this. God has made this Jesus, whom you crucified, both Lord and Christ. Peter lets them know Jesus was the Christ, Messiah, Son of the living God. And you crucified him. Wow. The Holy Spirit was moving amongst the Jewish pilgrims, and they asked Peter, What should we do? How shall we then live? Peter answered with words that are as true today as they were succinct, poignant, and timely then. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Acts 2, verse 38. 
Notice with me, my friends, that we are called to repent, which means to turn away from our sins. In Jesus, we have forgiveness of sins, and only through Jesus. Then we will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. As Christ followers, the Spirit of God lives within us. The same power that raised Jesus from the grave lives and works in us who believe. These are exciting times in which we live, abundant with opportunities if we will seize the moment, realizing the moment just may be a divine one. We have to let out what is inside us by the Spirit, yet most of us don't. We just won't risk it. Oh, we're adventure seekers in other areas of life, but not with faith. Jesus is at work among his people today and longs to do exceedingly beyond what we could ask or think, if we will but tune our hearts and wills to his. Come on, let's allow God to work through us today, and we will see wonders. People who are filled with the Holy Spirit glorify God, especially as we point others to Jesus, simply telling what he means to us. It was the plan of the Father that when the Son came home, the Spirit would descend, filling and equipping believers to take the message of God's grace to all people. Watch this. The twelve were commissioned. The 120 were commissioned. And now the 3,000 were commissioned to believe, receive, go and make disciples. You and I have also been commissioned. Nervous about speaking before a crowd? Just start with one. Just tell one.